Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I don't care how bad Mary Fallon is. We will never have a Democrat governor in Oklahoma. It won't happen. Okay. 809 on the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. We'll look at the history books in just a moment. Uh, high today of 83. Clouds around, a little bit of sunshine, and some passing showers, which we're getting right now. 71 degrees, and uh, Rick and I are joined in the studio by the Democrat, who is waiting for the uh, end of this runoff uh, next Tuesday between Kem Stitt and Mick Cornett, the Republicans, to see who he will face in November. Drew Edmondson is with us. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dan. Good to have you here with us. So we have had both uh, Mr. Stitt and Mr. Cornett in at this same time for this same amount of time. So the fairness dictates that we talk to you as well. Um, tell us, first of all, your assessment of the two candidates, and would you rather face Kevin Stitt or Mick Cornett in November? Well, I, I would say off the bat that I've kind of enjoyed the food fight on the other side. Well, but, I'm uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> it uh, seems to me that I, I've agreed with them more the last couple of weeks with each of them saying the other one shouldn't be governor than I have in the year leading up to, <laughs> up to this uh, point. Uh, we have a game plan for either one, so the Republican Party will have to decide uh, who they're going to send my way, but I'm looking forward to that decision and looking forward to the campaign ongoing. And as uh, and it works to your advantage the longer they're nasty to each other, right? It has been a little mean on the other side. I'm very pleased we were able to avoid that in the Democratic primary. Uh, no, n- no unkind word was said by either candidate, and we emerged uh, in June fairly strong and united. We'd love to have your questions for Drew Edmondson. Submit them via the uh, via the Nelson Mazda open mic on your KRMG app. Okay, so uh, speaking to the open mic that we had that we started this with, five of the last eight governors in Oklahoma have been Democrats. But this state, Drew, is really red. How does a, Repub- a Democrat, if you're able to win this race, work with a completely red legislature? Can that happen? Well, it, you know, a couple of factoids along the way. Every time... Uh, we've had a first-term president. The governor elected in that first term has been of the other party. And it doesn't matter whether it's Democrat or Republican. We've got a first-term Democratic president. The next governor is going to be Oklahoma. The next governor of Oklahoma is going to be a Republican. Right now, we've got a first-term Republican. So history would suggest that a, a Democrat's going elect, to be elected governor. And another factoid is every time we've had a two-term governor, and we've only allowed two terms since the 60s, the next governor has been of the other party. So that little historical factoid also weighs in our favor. But the biggest thing is the mess we've gotten into over the last seven and a half years. Uh, and the biggest factor there is education. You know, we, you know, front page of the paper is again saying we're going to have a record number of emergency certified teachers. Well, that's our teacher shortage. And that's due to underfunding of education for at least a decade, certainly for the last eight years. Will you call for a tax increase if you're governor to pay for uh, education? I've been very clear on this. I'm for putting the gross production tax back at 7% where it used to be. I'm for doing away with the capital gains exemption, 
which has cost us uh, $130 million a year and uh, primarily benefits the wealthy. Uh, Up until 2004, we paid ordinary income tax on capital gains, and it needs to go back to that. That's not a tax increase. That's doing away with a loophole. Uh, I also favor opting into Medicaid expansion. And uh, the one tax increase that I have talked about is uh, getting the other 50 cents on cigarettes. They proposed it at $1.50. They ended up passing it at a dollar. Uh, I want the other 50 cents. Drew Edmondson is the Democrat candidate for governor of Oklahoma. And let's get to know him a little bit better. Maybe a good place to start is with this from the Nelson Mazda open mic. Yes, Mr. Edmondson, this is David from Owasso. I would like to know three of your core beliefs, and would you please give examples of these beliefs and how you've used them in your life? Thank you. What are your core beliefs? Well, that's a very interesting question, and uh, from the home of the Owasso Rams, (laughs) uh, and I thank you for the question. Uh, Core beliefs, that, uh, number one, I, I believe we're here to contribute to society, that it's not enough just to earn a living and enjoy your family and do things like that. I believe you have to give something back. Uh, Second, I believe that public service uh, should be a requirement for all of us. And that public service can be uh, volunteering for a a charity or or doing something in your neighborhood. Uh, But I think public service is essential. And third, uh, my core belief uh, is in honesty. Uh, I told my kids growing up that I can forgive just about Anything they do, you know, in terms of misbehavior, but I don't want them to ever tell me that they didn't do something that they did. That uh, honesty is is absolutely critical to me, and it has been when I was district attorney, and it was as 16 years as attorney general. You can hear, I'm not being facetious, you can almost hear eyes rolling when a politician says honesty is a core value though i mean that's how cynical we've become i know and it's it's sad uh you know i spent a good deal of time as attorney general rooting out what i thought was dishonesty uh including people of my own party who were in high office uh that ended up in jail uh because of dishonest uh, activities uh, I won't stand for it in state government. I never have, and I never will. Drew Edmondson's thoughts on gun control in just a moment, thanks to a question on the open mic. 8-19, the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. Rick Corey is with me, and we're joined in the studio by the Democrat who wants to be Oklahoma governor. Drew Edmondson, question that we played via the Nelson Mazda open mic right before the break is, how do you feel about medical and recreational marijuana? The first state question, 788, for medical marijuana. Uh, you supported its passage. Yes. And what about uh, recreational marijuana? Well, I've, I've expressed uh, the view that we ought to exercise some caution on recreational marijuana. Uh, we have the opportunity to, to study Colorado and Oregon and Washington and other states that have passed it uh, to see whether the upside uh, outweighs the downside on, on recreational. We know it creates a revenue stream, but there have got to be downsides, too. So we have an opportunity that we ought to take advantage of to study the states that have done it uh, before we take that leap. And at the very least, if we do take that leap, uh, to learn from those states and what they've done wrong to avoid and what they've done right to incorporate. Uh, And it it looks like we're going to have that opportunity. They fell short on the petition. So it's not going to be on the ballot this year and probably, well, I can't say, may happen two years from now. 
Uh, but I've also said that if the people of the state of Oklahoma pass it, I will see that it's implemented and implemented properly and fairly and, and uh, with safeguards, as, as many as possible. Uh, but it's going to be a while. We have a chance to study, and I think we ought to take advantage of that. Another question via the Nelson Mazda open mic. I have a question for Mr. Edmondson. What are your feelings on the Second Amendment, assault weapons, gun restrictions, and constitutional carry? Second Amendment questions, very important to our listeners. Well, absolutely, and I I support the Second Amendment to the Constitution. And uh, just to back up a little bit, the statutes allowed uh, DAs to carry firearms. So for the 10 years that I was DA in Muskogee, I I had had some sidearms and uh, went on search warrants and went to crime scenes. Uh, I, I kind of enjoyed being DA. I couldn't believe they were paying me a salary, but uh, I did all that, and I, I'm a great uh, – I felt much more comfortable on those occasions having a sidearm than not. Did you ever take use of force training? Yes, I have, and uh, I have a concealed carry permit at this time. Uh, I had an M16 in Vietnam, so I, I know something about firearms. I went through uh, firearm training at Camp Pendleton before we got shipped out uh, to Vietnam. Uh, I believe that uh, the federal government has in the past imposed reasonable restrictions, including on assault rifles. Uh, they do not allow fully automatic weapons, and so when somebody came out with a bump stock that converted a semi-automatic rifle to a fully automatic rifle, I thought that was a bad idea. Uh, but I support the Second Amendment. and uh, Constitutional carry? I, I'm a little concerned about that. I, uh, you know, I went through a, a course and background checks and everything else to get my concealed carry permit, and I, I would prefer if I see somebody with a sidearm on that they have, they are either law enforcement or they've gone through the same regimen that I went through, and that they're not a convicted felon or somebody with a history of mental illness, uh, and they haven't uh, got a series of uh, domestic violence convictions on their record. Uh, I had to prove that uh, to get a concealed carry permit, and I think that's reasonable. Now, anybody who wants to possess a firearm for protection at home uh, has a right under the Second Amendment to do that. Uh, but if you want to walk around with one on your hip, uh, I think there's there a little more scrutiny is called for. I got to ask you this, and I know you've probably already asked it a thousand, answered it a thousand times. But in 2010, after you didn't win, you said, "I'm never running again." So, what prompted you to do that again? Uh, well, what has happened in the state of Oklahoma? And I was absolutely sincere. I don't remember actually saying that, but I remember thinking it <laughs> that I, I would never be a candidate for public office again. Uh, and I woke up every morning, and there was another bad story in the paper about what was happening in education or health or mental health or corrections. And uh, I kept waiting for somebody to come along who was talking about real answers and real solutions and real ideas for going forward. I didn't see that person emerge. And uh, after consultation with uh, the chairman of the Edmondson for Governor campaign, Linda Edmondson, <laughs> uh, we decided to, to make that race and announced uh, May of last year. Rick asked you about working with a Republican legislature. What about working with Donald Trump as president if you become governor? Well, to answer the first part first, uh, I fully expect uh, the legislature to still be predominantly Republican uh, in 2019 when I take office. I've had a history of working across party lines, uh, working on legislation as a DA and also as attorney general, 
and will continue working across party lines. I think it's absolutely essential that the governor of any state have uh, a working relationship with the president and agencies of the federal government, particularly if you're in Oklahoma, FEMA. Uh, we have more than our share of damage from uh, tornadoes and fires and things of that nature. And uh, the governor of Oklahoma has got to have a good working relationship with the federal government, including the president. Did you support Hillary Clinton for president in 2016? I did. I'm a Democrat. I supported the Democratic nominee. Drew Edmondson, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate it. Well, I wish we had some more time, but thank you. Thank you, Dan. My pleasure. Drew Edmondson, Democrat, waiting to see if he's facing Mick Cornett or Kevin Stitt after the runoff. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh,